0: God who is rich in mercy and abounds with steadfast love is with us now and always. Amen. Amen. The days are surely coming when God will fulfill the promise to bring justice and righteousness throughout the world.
1: There will be signs and wonders.
0: The days are surely coming when all creation will rejoice.
2: There will be signs and
1: wonders.
0: The days are surely
3: coming as the reign of God is near.
2: Let's pray. Dearest Jesus, it happens every year. I think that this will be the year that I have a reflective Advent, but all around me are the signs rushing me to Christmas and some kind of celebration that equates spending with love. I need your help. I want to slow my world down. This year, more than ever, I need Advent, these weeks of reflection and the longing for hope in the darkness. Jesus, this year, help me to have that longing. Help me to feel it in my heart and to be aware of the hunger and thirst in my own soul. Be with me, Jesus. Guide me in these weeks to what you want to show me this Advent. Help me to be vulnerable enough to ask you to lead me to the place of my own weakness, to the very place where your will would have me go. Continue to show me signs and wonders, reminders of your presence around me daily that I would give you praise and honor. Amen. Beginning
3: today is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, beginning on verse 1. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and tell her that her time of warfare is over, that her punishment is completed, for the Lord has made her pay double for all of her sins. A voice cries out, In the wilderness, clear a way for the Lord. Construct in the desert a road for our God. Every valley must be elevated and every mountain and hill leveled. The rough terrain will become a level plain and the rugged landscape a wide valley. The splendor of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see it at the same time. For the Lord has decreed it. A voice says, cry out, another asks. "'What should I cry out?' The first responds, "'All people are like grass, "'and their promises are like the flowers in the field. "'The grass dries up, the flowers wither, "'when the wind sent by the Lord blows on them. "'Surely humanity is like grass. "'The grass dries up, the flowers wither, "'but the decree of our God is forever reliable. "'Go up on a high mountain, O herald Zion.' Shout loudly, O herald Jerusalem. Shout, don't be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. Look, the sovereign Lord comes as a victorious warrior. His military power establishes his rule. Look, his reward is with him, his prize goes before him. Like a shepherd, he tends his flock, he gathers up the lambs with his arms. He carries them close to his heart. He leads the youths along. Here ends the reading.
0: Three stories of hope and anticipation.
4: It happened around noon on a Sunday just a few weeks ago. Coffee hour after the Sunday morning service was winding down with Only a few stragglers remaining for those last precious moments of catching up with friends. My friend Carol, an organic farmer in her mid-60s, suddenly gasped, stiffened, and collapsed into a wing chair in the corner of the room. Several people, including a retired nurse, rushed over to help. Within moments, it was apparent that Carol was in grave danger. Someone called 911. What at first appeared to be a seizure was looking more and more like something far more serious. People looked on in stunned silence, not sure what to do next, and trying to absorb the gravity of the
0: moment. moment. I have two adopted daughters from China. Kira, my first daughter, was six months old when I brought her home from China. When I first saw her, I could not believe how precious she was and how her face was so beautiful. I was so blessed, and I thought I would care for her from this day forward. I wondered who had abandoned her and who cared for her for the first six months. I'd imagined that she was just one of the many children who were abandoned and perhaps just another infant to care for in an overcrowded orphanage. Did anybody know who she was? Would anybody remember who she was?
1: There he was, Stephen, a 10-year-old boy who marched to the beat of a different drummer, making odd choices many of us, and the adults, did not understand. Truth is, we just thought he was weird. (laughs) There he goes again, because his favorite thing to do at Christmas time is to be in the pageant. But you see, he stands up and talks to Mrs. Burton, this 10-year-old child, and he says, Now I have been a sheep, I have been a donkey, and I have been a shepherd. This year, I want to part with one line. Well, Mrs. Burton did not know what to do, but he was so brave and audacious, she said, "Okay, you can be the innkeeper. Mrs. Burton was worried, and we were afraid. (laughs) The
4: paramedics arrived within five minutes. By that time, there were no signs of life in Carol. She wasn't breathing. Her heart had stopped. She was completely lifeless and cold. As the paramedics began to work on her, a small group of shocked parishioners gathered on the other side of the room and began praying. No one seemed to know what had happened, and no one knew what would happen next. Time seemed to stand still as everyone waited and wondered and hoped and prayed. Amazingly, Carol's body began to respond to the efforts of the paramedics. Her heart started again. She began breathing with assistance. She was rushed into the waiting ambulance and transported to the hospital where the heroic and life-saving efforts of a medical team continued. She was placed into a drug-induced coma for the next few days. Because her heart had stopped for such a long time, there was grave concern that she may have experienced serious and irreparable brain damage. The season of waiting and wondering and hoping and praying was not over. On day three, the doctors began to bring Carol out of the coma, but they still weren't sure how badly damaged her brain might be. On day four, she began to respond and speak. On day five, she sat up and began to eat. On day six, she asked for her computer and started checking email.
0: Two years later, I went back to China for my second daughter, Jordan. Kira was three at the time, and I was filled with anticipation for her return visit. I was so proud of her. She was smart, funny, and such a loving child. I was anxious for the China team to meet her, one of the lost daughters of China returning home to visit. I wanted to give them a gift, the gift of of Kira, of who she had become. The China team who had arranged her adoption They had seen her last when she was six months old. She was just one of 35 children placed for adoption on that day, one of 500 children placed that year.
1: Stephen prepared diligently using the Stanislavski method for acting. (laughs) He interviewed the manager of Motel 6. He practiced his line over and over again. Go away, there's no room at the end. No, 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 go away, there is no room at the end. Go away, there's no room at the inn. He was ready. The pageant time came and Stephen said his line brilliantly. Mary and Joseph then turned and walked away. But something strange came into his mind. He said, wait, this is not fair. What is wrong with the innkeeper? I don't understand. I, I would never... And then he yells out, don't go! No, don't go! You can have my room! Come back! <laughs> Chaos ensues.
4: A couple of weeks later i stopped by my doctor's office to pick up some paperwork i was in a huge hurry and i didn't pay any attention to the people in the waiting room while i stood by the reception counter i think that's dennis isn't it i suddenly heard a voice say from across the room i turned and saw carol and her attendant sitting there waiting for her appointment with the doctor it was my first time to see her since the incident so i went over and sat down next to her and held her hand and we talked I'm so deeply grateful for Carol, for the way that she models love for God's creation. I've learned much from her about growing healthy and nutritious food and about living a life that is driven by compassion for the earth and for all of God's children. This brief story about Carol offers perhaps a tiny window into the sacredness of those moments in time when we sit in anticipation and hope and perhaps even in fear. Waiting, not knowing, uncertain. God's kind of hope comes with the assurance that even if things don't turn out the way we expect or want, it's still going to be okay. In those sacred moments of waiting, we are exposed and vulnerable and powerless, but those moments also offer us the opportunity to relax into God's extravagant love, trusting that whatever happens It's still somehow going to be all right.
0: One day on the trip, the team had arranged for a visit to the zoo and lunch. On this day, I was told that Kira's orphanage director had traveled five hours on an old bus and on old roads to come and see the child she placed up for adoption. I was surprised. Kira was playing with some other children, about 10 other Chinese kids, and they all looked alike. I came up to her and I saw a woman, a woman I didn't recognize, bending down to see Kira. She had picked her out of the crowd. Two years later, through a translator, I asked her, How did she know this was Kira? She told me that when Kira was just months old, she would put her face next to Kira's. She knew that face. I was awestruck. These women knew my daughter, cared for her before I ever met her. I was thinking I was going to bring them a gift in whom Kira is. And they brought me a gift of who Kira was. The day... It was December 25th.
1: With great passion, Stephen convinced Mary and Joseph to come back to his room. But then, realizing that there were others involved, he turned to all the animals in the pageant and had them all come into the room. Then the shepherds, the wise men, and then he calmly turned to the congregation and said, you're all invited, too. Singing. Singing broke out. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. And suddenly candles began to light, a few at a time even without the pastor's instructions and his safety lecture. And all of a sudden, magically and mystically, there appeared a baby, Mrs. Burton's newly born grandson, in the manger. And then more voices began to sing. Round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and we all began to realize that in the chaos of preparing for Advent and Christmas season, the Black Fridays, the Cyber Mondays, and the fact that many of us have heard this Christmas story many times, we forget that each year we're invited to celebrate the birth of Christ. Don't go! You can use my room. Stephen's line became our own as we prepared for the Christ child to yet again enter our lives. Sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. Amen.
5: Spirit, blowing like a winter wind through every culture and community, restless Spirit, bringing change to all we know. O God of hopeful, comforting compassion, we hold your promise of a peaceful world in trembling hands, looking for the day when righteousness and justice will prevail. You waited with Mary and Elizabeth as they felt new life stirring deep within. You waited with Joseph and Zachariah as they wondered how the coming birth would change their lives, and you have promised to also wait with us, even in our doubt and fear. Hear now our prayers for those in need, for those whose pain and suffering has separated them from your love. Mighty taproot of grace and forgiveness, we bring our prayers to you as we wait together for the coming of your Christ among us the very Christ in whose name we gather and pray. Amen. Let the goodness and grace of God lead you, guide you, protect you, and comfort you. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God.